Hello listeners and welcome to the new episode of Injury Time, the Hero Indian Super League edition. And uh, with me, Sandeep, is uh, Devayan as always. Hi. Uh, Devayan, let's start with the most important thing that happened today. How long did it take you to get here? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bangalore traffic, I tell you. I think I uh, left home at almost about uh, 9.30 or something. And I reached only at 11.10. So, And it's at the worst uh, case situation, it's probably a 35 minute to 40 minute route. So, yeah, that's Bangalore traffic. Yeah, I also took 45 minutes to travel, I think, 6 kilometers. Yeah. So, it's been a great start to the day. Uh, and so, let's dive right into football. It's a bit like what the ISL season feels like, right? <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't end. Yeah, it just doesn't end. And it's filled with stumbling blocks and yes. traffic blocks and yes. stuff like that. But uh, more exciting, the second part, than we expected. The, the lower rung teams are doing enough to kind of irritate the top ones. Yeah, unexpected in the sense of how the first part of the season panned out, but not unexpected in the sense that there isn't, if you think about it, there isn't much to separate uh, any of the uh, 10 teams. And that's what has been unique about the ISL right from the start, that there's probably two or three teams which are a little more balanced than the others, but the others, we all know that they're capable of bigger things and they just uh, somehow sometimes don't deliver on that promise. But yeah, in recent games, some of the lower teams, as, as you mentioned, they are pulling their weight and that's leading to some uh, pretty exciting results. Yeah, and let's look at this in uh, numbers. Chennai has picked up three points since we lasted the episode because yeah. that's how we measure time. Uh, Pune has taken four points, Kerala one point uh, from one game I think. Delhi has five, yeah. so they are probably one of the better faring teams as we speak. Yeah. But at the top the top four, Goa has won one game, yeah. Mumbai has lost both their games, North yeah. has drawn their one and Bangalore has also drawn the one. Yeah. So, uh, the top teams are struggling a little. So, we'll go one by one. BFC, uh, we spoke about them throughout saying they're kind of winning yeah. somehow, managing yeah. to win, yeah. not playing well. Yeah. Do you think it's catching up to them? I guess so. Um, and also the fact that uh, they've not really been able to um, completely make up for the absence of Miku at one stage. Of course, he's come back now and I would expect him to start having an impact as he uh, develops further. I think whatever little I've seen of him since his return, he's looked quite sharp. So, he, sh- he must be close to full fitness. But match fitness is another aspect and that's something that he will gain on in the coming days. And he should be a bigger threat for uh, Bengaluru. But yeah, their defence has been a little bit uh, of a problem. And one thing which I'm sure must worry them a little right now is uh, the fact that every game they seem to start with a disadvantage. They seem to concede one or two goals very early and then need to fight back. So the heartening... Oops. Somebody's losing part of the salary. <laughs> but anyway, so um, what they tend to do is they tend to fight back very well. So if yeah. I look at it from that perspective, it's a positive. that They do show a lot of great character in a lot of games. And maybe uh, you can put this down to the fact that they are practically there in the playoffs. So yeah. they've probably in their mind already decided that yeah, in, in terms of the computations, they should be there in the top four really. Mm. I mean, one more victory should do it. And maybe that's why there's a little bit of complacency and a little bit of slackening. But yeah, I mean, they need to start their matches a little bit better. So, um, someone was telling me the other day, I don't know how much this is true, because considering the season that we're having is pretty small. Yeah. Uh, most of their players, or the main players, are well into their 30s. Whether it's Sunil, whether it's Miku, uh, Eric, mm-hmm. Dimas, the Seran, yeah. Reno, all of them are into their 30s. And the back end of the season, do you think fatigue plays a role? Because Sunil, I think Sunil is now scoring again. In yeah. between, he was in a bit of a drought. Not that he played very badly. But yeah. Uh, do you think that has an impact? Or yeah. or is it just that they're playing King Lewis at right back? Yeah, it's a fair point. I, and yeah, I mean, I'm not completely convinced about either yeah. Keane. I mean, he's 
just not look the same player that he did maybe two seasons ago when he was with Delhi. And uh, yeah, Reno Anto also. I mean, he's he's lost all that weight that he'd put on, mm. but he's no longer the same kind of player that he was perhaps in his uh, previous stint. So, in those terms, they have a few deficiencies. And yes, the age factor is definitely one that should catch up with them. That's why it's very important for them to seal that qualification and after that probably rest some of their key players just to also know what their depth is in their squad. And it's been noticeable in recent games, they have been giving chances to their you know younger players who've made the Edmund grade. And yeah. yeah, they've been getting a lot more time as substitutes. Maybe one of these matches they should be put out as starters and see what they've got. Yes. Uh, okay, moving on uh, to the next one, which is Mumbai. Now, uh, Mumbai... The good team, we all said they're built on their defence, but no wins. They're struggling to get the wins. Yeah, and that's probably down to goals. I mean, uh, Because uh, Sogo is mostly offside. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, it's a team which uh, compact, you know, it's compact in defence and everything. But they, uh, you always know that they will have a tough time finding the back of the net. So, that is dependent on a few individual players and if those guys aren't firing, then it's going to be a bit of a trouble, and I, I and I believe they're in the next match, uh, which they're playing against Northeast United, uh, Lucian Goyan will be missing because of suspension. So that will be a big test of their defence again. So yeah, Mumbai a little bit of uh, worry for them, but they still have enough points in my mind that they should, again, one victory should be good enough in their remaining three games. But yeah, two defeats and they'll suddenly be under pressure in their last match. Yes, uh, Goa won one game, lost one game. Uh, Northeast has only played one game in the time that we last recorded. So they've drawn that. So not the worst of results, but a uh, little bit up and down. And Goa again lost Delhi. I mean, Delhi actually has been playing sorry, really Goa well. Delhi, I'm sorry, Delhi. Yeah, Delhi has been uh, doing really well. Uh, most of Delhi's results in recent times, I would suppose, hinted that uh, in their three games, they've already picked up uh, five, five points. points yeah. Unbeaten streak for a long time, I think even uh, going back to before the break so they really are doing well and uh, it's just a shame that they didn't find this rhythm earlier in the season but uh, but you were a big advocate of the fan just like me but you were more yeah. vocal about it I've always said that it's a it's young, a young team, team. Yeah. it'll take time yeah it'll take time and I mean most of them are still growing into it and if you look at it I mean they still uh, you know even in matches that they lost they still played well they still yeah. were brave they, uh, you know, gave gave it a good go in most of their games, and somewhere I think maybe uh, Yosef Gumba was turning out to be a good coach for them. So I hope that they keep faith with him and uh, they keep faith with most of the players. Maybe just buy a little better next season, uh, spend a little bit more, and maybe they could be somewhat in contention for the playoffs. This is a coach who's again from the Barcelona school of the yeah. uh, the training. And I remember Cameron Watson who played in Bangalore at that time. We played with uh, in Adelaide FC under uh, Joseph Kumba. Yeah. And he was saying, this is going to happen, the way they were playing. It's going yeah. to happen, but it's going to take a while. Yeah. And I think we are seeing the first part is over. It's yeah. moving on to the next part yeah. of the yeah. evolution. Yeah. Hopefully next season would be a good time for them to kick on, I guess. This yeah, is too late now. I hope they have that vision to you know uh, last the distance and to think long term. I think that's what they did build their squad around when the draft happened in 2017 and yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe we are seeing slowly that, that seep in and that culture come into the team. Yeah, speaking of seeping in and culture and vision, Kerala, <laughs> who has had none of these for yeah, a while, yeah. seems like finally they are getting some stability and rebuilding slowly because they let go of two of their senior players, Nazari left, yeah. Vineet left. Yeah. There were rumours that they wanted Sandesh, Anas, yeah. all of them out. You, you saw them uh, play against Bangalore, them play right? Bangalore, so what yeah. were your impressions of how they played? Uh, first half, they were amazing. Yeah. Defensively, very, very good. Bangalore didn't get a sniff of the goal. And they scored two. Maybe a tinge of 
unfortunate for Bangalore, one of them. But they dis- they were good for the goal, the two two nil goal. Uh, but then they conceded. One of the one of the crazy things that uh, people should now start noticing about Bangalore is their game management. When they two nil down, and the crowd is going, and Kerala that crowd was a lot of people. There was a lot of noise. Yeah. And they kind of make one tackle, and then they kind of spark a little bit of a issue, and then these. Bangalore, the Bangalore players, they know what they're doing, so they don't go overboard. Kerala, Semelin Dungal lost his head. Uh, Sandesh Jingan lost his head once, mm-hmm. and they kept on adding to it. So I think they lost concentration in the second half. Considered two goals, two headers from Udanta and Sunil, with uh, Sandesh and Lakish Prasich as the centre backs. There is no way they should be winning any headers that day, mm-hmm. but they did. So at the end of the day, I think it's just game management from Bangalore. Yeah, and it's interesting that you pick up on that because um, I can tell you that from I think the first season that I was commentating the I League, I mean after a long break from Indian football, 2014-15, the season they won the Federation Cup. Yeah. That's one of the things I noticed about BFC immediately, even in the I League and in Federation Cups, that Ashley Westwood had made his team a very very smart, you know, at game management. Mm. They knew how to provoke the opponent, how to just poke the opponent, yeah, yeah. how to get physical when they needed to, how to do it while you know the referee was watching, but still do it within the laws of the game, just pushing the you know limits of yeah, yeah. Uh, how much would be fair enough. So it's an interesting point. It's clearly something that is ingrained in the uh, psyche of most uh, Bengaluru players, and that's something that I think Ashley Westwood should be credited for as well. Yes. Uh, some might say it's dark cut, but. Fair yeah, enough. You're that's just, football, yeah. yeah. You're there to win a game. Absolutely. And like Eric told me after the game, he said, we love it when it gets physical. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw Sandesh. He had a stitch on his forehead, yeah. a bleeding lip yeah. and like, another cut somewhere else. He, I think he thrives on that. Even at the a- AFC Asian Cup uh, after the match uh, against UAE, the one where he went up for a header and the big yeah, centre yeah. back from UAE then had to go off and get a bandage. Yeah. But uh, Sandesh continued playing at the, at the end of the match, he had a huge bump, but he was quite proud of it actually. Yeah, he was very chilled. <laughs> I asked him the same uh, because he got elbowed on the yeah. face and I asked him, he's like, nah, it's fine. He got kicked by Gurpreet and elbowed also. So he was Cisco, like... Cisco, right, I think. Yeah, Cisco, sorry. <laughs> what did I say? No, no, I, I saw Cisco do it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. watching on it's Hotstar. It's quite, uh, yeah. <laughs> see, a little bit of the dark cards yes. coming out there. Yes. But, uh, or was it Demas? No, no, Cisco. Cisco, right. Yeah. You were right there at the touchline, yeah, so yeah. you were like, oh, that. That's close, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, let's talk about Jamshadpur now. Yeah. Uh, lot of injuries. Yeah. Do you think they can make it? Because they've lost Cahill, gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susairaj, I think, is on his way back. Calvo is also injured. They've lost Gaurav Mukhi already, so. Yeah. Squad is a little thin. So Especially on attacking options, yeah. so that's going to be an issue. Um, as you said before and as we have discussed before that, you know, among the Spanish uh, coaches, they bring a certain kind of, uh, you know, uh, football to the table and that's that's true of Jamshirpur as well, like to keep the ball, like to pass it around. But their recent form has been a little bit source of concern. I mean, they've, what, they've beaten Mumbai, I guess, but uh, they had to really scrap for that and a close victory at that. So, yeah, I mean, they are probably one of those teams which are in with a shout of losing out on the top four. Also, because ATK are a team which is quite dangerous. They are just two points behind them. But I'd, in my pre-season predictions, I had said that ATK might be among the top four. And even for that matter, Pune City, uh, I don't know how many points they are at right now, but they could also just get up in the reckoning and spoil the party for JFC. So, they've got to be careful. They've got to keep picking up points. And now it's come to the stage where every match counts. You've just got to make... You know every uh, potential point on off account for yourself. So huge match today, I think, between Mumbai and Northeast. Uh, whoever wins that is probably assured of a top four finish. 
this huge match that one so um, i saw this article and i just want your opinion on the same uh, yeah. about indian players being inconsistent in the isl now is it that we focus on indian players because we are indians and foreigners are also inconsistent what is your opinion on this because i am not very convinced by it yeah i think there are two aspects to it i mean uh, one in the case of this article like are they talking about all indian players or are they talking about indian players who play for india Uh, or just all indian players i guess the latter yeah i'm not sure i don't remember okay. exactly but the so latter, yeah. let's let's break it down to to put it very uh, simply and as mindly as possible you only bring in foreigners because they are be- better than the indians i mean that is the normal blasters <laughs> so the whole reason uh, behind investing in a foreigner is that uh, that person is expected to be an improvement over your indian players like there is probably a core group of indian players who are excellent but the rest are still at a stage where they are improving every day and hopefully they are you know gaining in confidence with every season but it also boils down to the simple football culture that exists in our country so if you look at most of the indian players they might have the right intentions when they go onto the pitch but do they have the technical skills to be able to match up to most of the foreigners and that's where consistency comes in consistency essentially is that when you receive the ball you don't need to look down to see where you're you know trapping it at your feet and when you're running with the ball you are able to you know get a sort of 180 degree view of what's happening ahead of you ideally 360 if you can so that you can even you know pick yeah. up somebody running in from behind you so all of those are skills which are acquired from a younger age and indian players just don't have that kind of exposure to begin with and that's where they learn on the job so to speak so that is i think where the inconsistency probably stems from and let's be honest even most of the foreigners barring a few aren't that great in the isl so you won't get consistency day in and day out from most of those players either i think some of the teams have invested wisely they have good foreign players most of their foreign players when they are on the pitch they make an impact it's no secret that across you know i leagues and isls most seasons the top scorers tend to be foreign players and that is simply because the foreigners tend to be stronger they tend to be a little bit better technically and they also have probably a little better understanding of the game which slowly the indians are catching up on it but they're still uh, not quite up to the mark so consistency will only come when when this becomes more of a uh, a process which begins from a younger age and i mean on that point let me say that uh, it's been encouraging to see how indian arrows have performed in the side i think it, that's been a pleasant surprise they've shown a lot of guts they've shown a lot of determination they've hung in there in matches for longer than i expected them to now longer than last season yeah. so at least there's something there so they are improving and i mean that's that's a positive so, uh, i have my own issues with the arrows project but we'll keep that aside yeah. from I mean, is it related to age perhaps no it's just yeah. that uh, and i was talking to richard hood about the same mm-hmm. uh, when you play with people older than you mm-hmm. as i did as a kid mm-hmm. not saying i'm a good player or anything mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. just the fact that sometimes certain things that you do mm-hmm. i made a pass to the left wing when i was in the center mm-hmm. and i had a pass for a striker to yeah. my center other center midfielder and the mm-hmm. right side mm-hmm. all free mm-hmm. i chose to pass there mm-hmm. and the shelling that i got from these guys mm-hmm. because now that guy has only two options mm-hmm. as opposed to me passing to my center midfielder has four options yeah so these kind of things come with experience yeah and i always feel like they need one or two senior players in the team okay. to guide them okay. or to tell them how to show sure, sure. you know shot shot and point. stuff like that but anyway that is neither here nor there yeah uh, but another thing that uh, like you said the simple things uh, john menyonger mm-hmm. uh, the midfielder for yeah. bangalore and shillong long time ago yeah. he once mentioned indian players have an issue with turning their hips when the ball is coming to receive mm. they say straight stand straight and do it mm. so a simple thing like you said that we can um, yeah. see 
in foreigners like yeah. Bartolu or Dima yeah. Sokoro yeah. is that number of times they look over their shoulders mm. when they are not mm. having the ball mm. just to see the picture yeah. Yeah. which is something that I think yeah. we we not really thought it's not their yeah. fault I don't, know, yeah, I don't know if it was uh, Richard you were, mm. you were mentioning Richard yeah. a while ago I think Richard it's not his quote but it's a quote that he pointed me to he said that uh, from a football perspective it's very important I mean even when you're training a kid you need to teach them you know to be always be mindful of two things one to always be aware of their positioning with respect to the goal posts mm. and secondly always be aware of their positioning with respect to the four lines across yes, the field the bar post yeah. line post and and, yeah. and i can kind of relate to that because even you know when when you work in television mm. uh, what we always encouraged all our technical people to do was to look at uh, every game in three dimensions because when you're watching on TV, you're effectively only seeing the two dimensions. But when you're out in the field, you're actually experiencing everything in 3D. So you've got to start thinking in 3D. That if a ball comes over, say, from an overlapping right back or something, then think about the, the loop that it might have as well. So if you as a cameraman have to capture that, how would you prepare yourself for that you know, receiving position? So similarly, I think that's what footballers also need to ingrain from a very young age. And that's where the, the quality of coaching really comes to the fore. If you have good coaches at a young age, they will teach you all of that. They will teach you the basics and a little bit more than the basics. Yes, uh, now <laughs> we just went on a tangent, but any young footballers I, I think, listening yeah, to it and should... It's, it's, it's all important yeah, you know, even, things to consider, yeah, even for the ISL. I mean, it's a, Absolutely. It's, or even as a player, like you and I play the fives football. Yeah, not to take away a, you know, a trademark of the AIFF, but uh, the ISL is a baby league. <laughs> it literally is a baby league, so it's important for the ISL also to imbibe some of these lessons and to take those forward. I mean, hopefully they are doing a good job of youth development and if they are serious about it, then they need to educate their coaches better. Yes, uh, so please do listen ISL to this podcast. Uh, so, Naveen, our producer, yeah. who's in the back end of what we do, yes. and Hi, the, voice, yeah. <laughs> the voice of Yalla. <laughs> Yes, uh, there is a lot of background there. So yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, he often he often watches on TV yeah. the ISL matches, yeah. and he feels and you if you go to his Twitter timelines, Peter speak, Peter speaking by the way, mm. if you go and check it out. And Peter speaks a lot. He speaks a lot. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he will be tweeting saying this match is so boring. Mm. MDFA is much uh, you know intense, much more intense. And then yesterday I uh, asked him like why do you say that, and he said. Chennai City's game looks way more yeah. uh, intense than a Chennai FC yeah. game. So, uh, and you obviously spoke during the AFC Asia yeah. Cup about the intensity of the ISL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I think also part of the problem is that uh, if you just look between the two games, uh, what have Chennai got to gain from the remaining part of the season? I mean, they are preparing but for to the be fair, AFC he's Cup. Been, uh, complaining this from the beginning about Agreed, Mumbai mostly. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just take. Okay, two teams out of Mumbai, I mean, there's no I-League I team out of Mumbai right now, but say when Mumbai FC were playing in the I-League. So, what did Mumbai FC have to fight for every year? They had to fight against relegation. They had something to aspire to. And I remember in most seasons, they would really be very competitive and actually they would look like title contenders up till the point that they were assured of not relegation and then they would... I remember one shellacking they got from Shillong Lajong at home, 6-0. Where I think Dipanda Dika scored four goals or something. So <laughs> it tends to happen. What I mean is that your intensity can drop when there's nothing left to lose or gain. And that happens unfortunately because of the ISL's format. So a team like Chennai has nothing to play for now. They are just essentially trying out some players before the AFC Cup. 
playoffs which is a big deal which is coming on soon so yeah they're doing well now okay. yeah and it's important for them because mm. they need to get all those combinations right another thing which the ISL has wrong obviously is five foreigners you can't do that in the AFC yeah, cup yeah. so you have to you know get all your combinations right you have to get the right number of indian players with enough game time that's something that we don't often focus upon but the indian season is actually much shorter than it should be yeah. and earlier for all its ills it was really bad to have two leagues but most of our elite players were getting more games in a year hmm. now with the isl they are playing fewer you know competitive matches and on top of that when there's no fear of relegation or promotion when there's nothing to fight for apart from playoff places so really the isl only begins from the playoffs so i would only look at that as the starting point of intensity before that i would agree that it is probably lacking in intensity it probably looks better because of the it's in hd and stuff yeah it's better covered uh, i mean if you give a super slow mo camera to even our five side matches then yeah. it would look quite sleek to be honest yeah yeah i pulled off some pretty yeah. decent yeah paolo di canio type bodies <laughs> and i would love to see super slow mo replays of that i mean the best we've done is one of our friends he brings a gopro sometimes but yeah that doesn't give you much of a clarity of vision <laughs> especially when he's running around yeah so we just hang it from the top of bull ring if you've seen mm, it yeah, it's course. got those nets so we yeah. just put it on one of the cables and yeah i mean there's some decent saves which i've pulled off while keeping but yeah i've also missed some very easy goals so. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so just before we end vinodva uh, punjab got a rolling from uh, sapia saipa saipa sorry is that how we pronounce it yes for the champions league playoff qualifier expected because indian clubs are nowhere near the standard to play in the champions league but uh, chennai in going into the afc cup now so uh, what do you think of that i think this season is going to be a good test for indian clubs you know all these years we've had bfc yeah. or we've had mohan bagan or we've had east bengal all these are good clubs i mean no disrespect to chennai nor minerva punjab but they are just stepping up to the big league they've never played this level of football before so let's see what they come up with i i pretty much would expect chennai to be in the group stages as well but that's where the group stages this year will be a challenge for both these indian teams that's never happened even in this revised format especially so, in the revised format yeah. because it's much more easier exactly you know with teams from bangladesh uh, maldives bhutan even yeah. sri lanka um, yeah i mean they'll be tricky just because of maybe the foreigners like that will give them a little bit of an edge their local players maybe won't be as good as us but those foreigners will just give them a little bit of an edge and that cup mentality is something that all these teams will have to imbibe where each match has to be treated with seriousness you have to know that even one slip up could cost you you know getting top chennai position. has a history of winning finals so hopefully that that could work in their favor here yeah so uh, i think that's about it for the isl part so uh, listeners please keep listening to us uh, in all kind of wherever platforms are like share subscribe like share subscribe like they say in youtube but we can i don't know if there is an option yeah. but uh, you, you can, can follow yeah. us also on twitter and you can share and you can share for sure <laughs> yes of course and but please hit uh, listen i mean play before anything else so uh, thank you devan for the show pleasure it was fun uh, and hopefully we'll see you guys next week till then uh, enjoy the game